1: to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's best friends forever. Fantasy Best Friends Forever.
0: Do-do-do. do Yo! This is the fantasy best friends forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network alongside Maria Marino and Frank Staple. I'm Greg Sossman. Maria, did you forget there's like a camera on you this entire time as you're looking on? I, I also, I also can't hear you. So is her mic is, is definitely on down up here? Is her mic on down there? All right, so. Uh, this seems to be the problem we always have with this mic. So I will uh, introduce you, Frank, and then I will no, try to introduce fi- Maria. I'll, I'll will, my mic. Oh, I will try to. F- I, will, I will try to fix the problem while you speak. No, it's all right. Go ahead, Frank. Please, please go ahead.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fantasy best friends forever. Maria Marino joining us today. Yes. Got a little fantasy basketball edition of the show going on. NBA trade deadline. Few days away here, Maria, so we're going to be diving into that. Rodney Hood, I don't know if you saw this, got traded to the Portland Trailblazers over the weekend, talk a little bit about that. Anthony Davis, will he be traded? You know, the Lakers, uh, I mean the Pelicans, only asking for uh, six first-round picks, your (laughs) first-born child, your house, your wife, anything else of value, Uh, do you have any jewelry? We'll take that. Um... You know, did you win a championship once? Give us your championship ring. Like, the Pelicans are asking for everything.
0: Will it actually happen? Can you hear happen? me? But they should. Yes, we can hear you. Yay. That's what we're going to talk about. That one's on me, right? Before, before you do that, like, shut the mic off because it makes all these noises when you go like this. Sorry, sorry. Is, we're professional. You would think this is Marie Marino's first day and not her last
2: day. Excuse
3: me? You're putting it on me that the mic was not working? Come on now!
0: I am. That's a poor job, Greg. No, okay, that was all
2: we bad. all blame yeah, was you. messed
3: up. Rightfully so. Kind of messed up. I,
0: I plugged it in and plugged the wrong wire in the wrong
3: spot. Okay. Boo, boo, him, Maria. Boo. boo.
0: Oh. Guys. Jk.
3: Heart. Guys, thank you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Appreciate
0: that. <laughs> I <mean> um, it. <laughs> should be a fun show today. Frank, this guy, everything that's going on. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time. Maria Marino, yes. how are you?
3: I'm fantastic. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be part of the Fantasy BFFs. I feel like I, I am unofficially anyway, I'm, whether or not you guys feel that way, I still feel that way, so yeah.
2: Yeah, Maria, I mean, you were a best friend of ours before, I mean, the, the program even existed. Like, oh, you're an OG oh, BFF. Oh, oh. I'm not So sweet, so sweet. And you could tell that she's definitely a fan of the show, because right. five seconds before the show started, I said, are you going to sing and dance with us? And she says...
3: Well, hey, sing no. what? Like, can Huge I ask a no. program. Hold on yeah, a second. A fan. Huge fan. Hold on a second. The only reason <laughs> I asked that is because I wasn't sure if after our old pal Mike Florio left the program, if you changed soundtrack.
0: Well, you know, if you watched any time <laughs> in the last year, you might it, have. It yeah, been it been a you know, year, Florio only it left
3: been a year?
2: back in uh, Back in, August. Back in so, yeah, August. You know, you got about five six months. months. Six months. By six months. To figure that out.
3: Hey, I watched you guys on TV, not just on YouTube. I don't yeah, just listen on the fan. Not at any time
2: in the last six months. I, I clearly did not catch the intro,
3: though. I did not catch the intro, but <laughs> I, saw, I saw you on TV. I took a photo of it. I took a video. I sent it to you guys. I was like, yo, I know those guys. So.
4: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. That's great, Maria. Yeah. Thanks thanks for all your support.
3: Listen, I'm your biggest fan. You know that. That's
2: yeah, all right. <laughs> hmm. How's life treating you, Maria? How's everything going? You know,
3: uh, life is In good. In dirty jerse. Um, Does anyone
2: call it that? A lot of people do. Yeah.
3: I'm not the biggest fan of that title, but yeah, jerseys good. So if you
2: had a moniker for New Jersey, what would it be?
3: I don't have a moniker for New Jersey. It's just it's a
0: garden Jersey. state. It's the Garden State.
2: It's the Garden State. Um,
3: it's where you come Is it on Friday night. Also known nights. as the uh, the where-
2: armpit of America.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I've never, never that heard now. that before. Don't be a hater. It's where you come on Friday night. Yeah, might nights, live there one day. You take the path train into Hoboken, and you place your bets on Fanduel mm-hmm. and all yeah, that. I
2: invited you to join me last week, but clearly you had better plans because you,
3: you. Doing you last wanted, week, I you can't no, recall no part of that. I I did appreciate the invite though, and let's rain check. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I guess. <laughs>
0: Maria, this is this, this is your last day. This is it.
3: I think. Yeah. You think. Is it? <laughs> are there wrenches? It's just, it's just weird to say. It's just weird to say. Yes, I guess it is my last
0: day. It's it's, it's your last day with us. You've done a lot of videos, um yes. with us for sure. I have. And um we haven't made you a goodbye video. I'll let you. I'll let you know that there is a uh, there is no slideshow coming of any. Oh, sort.
3: Oh, that's okay. I wasn't expecting like a tribute video like they do in the NBA now all the time. Good, but thank uh, you.
0: Probably should have. I want you. Probably should to to open the show with that. I want you to expect the least from okay. us because that's what we provide Dodd. here. Now joining the
2: program, standing at five foot ten. ten
3: yes, ten,
2: Maria Marino. And then we should have like Hit the tribute video Agreed And then it would have No next time you leave What song would we play
0: Don't say Don't say like Sarah McLachlan's I'll remember you I I was not gonna say that I knew one of you Were gonna say that I wasn't
3: gonna say that I was gonna say the song That you named my fantasy team after Which is is Maria Maria Oh Maria Maria That would make sense (laughs) Yeah that would have been good I mean
2: whenever I think of like NBA tribute videos Even though it doesn't make sense It was only It only made sense For like the Carmel Anthony trade Is like I always think of I'm coming home Uh, It was like I don't know It was like the coolest thing ever yeah. Even though he was, like, raised in Baltimore. Like,
3: I don't know. Right. Carmelo's not he even
2: wh- a real New Yorker. When
3: LeBron went back to Cleveland, it was that, right? That same song they played. Pretty much. But anyway. It's kind of the
2: opposite. It's like
0: you're leaving home. So, can
2: use yeah, that Yeah,
3: I know. I know. I'm leaving home. <laughs> I won't be far.
0: By the way, speaking of not being far, I heard you saw somebody last night. I did. I heard it was very awkward.
3: Can you please explain to me why it was so awkward? Because... It definitely was awkward. Was, I,
0: heard, I heard it was very awkward.
3: Okay, okay, do you want me to tell my side yeah, first or your yeah, side? Yeah, Yeah,
0: no, I want, I want to hear yours. I, okay, wasn't there. Frank, I wasn't there. Have you
3: heard about this? No,
0: Frank no what no no you were okay. talking about.
3: So I leave uh, my other job and I'm on the subway platform downtown, right. all the way downtown, World Trade Center. Yeah. And I'm standing there alone, waiting for the train, and I see uh, two girls walk past, and one of them I recognize. Right. right. And it's Judy.
0: Uh-huh. My Judy. My Judy, My duty. Greg's
3: fiance. Yes. So as I recognize it, and, and you know, sometimes when you see someone you recognize, you don't always know whether I should whether you should say hi because it's like in passing or whatever. But, uh-huh. but Maria, it was like a, the
2: answer to that is always no. Well clearly Greg doesn't like long, talking to me. Well clearly,
3: and I'll ever. tell you why, because I made a split second decision where as she was walking past, I said, Judy.
2: You made a no. You made a yes.
3: You made I a said, yes. I said, Judy. Uh-huh. And then she You're a social person. She She, is. she paused and she looked at me. Uh-huh. She said, she who the looked, hell are you? She looked at me as though she didn't know who I was, but I felt that she did, but I just, she still gave me that look. And I just was like, it's Maria, you know, Greg's a coworker from fantasy network. And she was just like, yeah. And then she just kept walking. Uh-huh. So I was like, so, All right, so, here's, so, so
0: here's really that that's what really happened. So here's my, here's the text message
2: I oh received. God, look, oh God! That? It's God. Greg's fiance. You? Do you expect anything less? I
0: would be friendly. What I'm, is that <laughs>
2: supposed to be? You don't think
0: I'm like a friendly person on a subway? You put, your, you put your hood off, your headphones on. You won't even look at people. Yeah, that's the way things are supposed to be in New York. Don't talk to other people.
3: Well, that's how I Everyone's normally crazy. am, and I shouldn't have deviated. But I was just like in the moment, I was like, oh, Judy.
0: So here's a text message I got. I just saw Maria on the subway platform. I have I w-
2: no idea who that is.
0: I was in deep conversation with Caitlin about work, so it was awkward. <laughs> I like... Knew who she was, but I didn't, and it was uncomfortable. And she comes up to me, and she goes, hi, Judy. Remember me? I I work with Greg. It was so awkward. My friend Caitlin was like, WTF. And I'm just like, oh, God, you are embarrassing, Judy. You are embarrassing.
3: I have to say, like, I expected her to be like, oh, what's up? How are you? Right, of course.
0: Like a normal person.
3: But I'm not but it's it doesn't bother me that she didn't do that. I was just like, okay, she was probably like you said, she's probably deep in conversation, she's right. probably rushing around, you're right. trying to catch the subway. Like right. I I not, totally get it. You're also not necessarily then, expecting
0: like you but, in that in that context. Now,
3: now let me share some history. I have yeah. met Judy a couple of times. Yes. The last time I saw her, I at believe, was at your apartment yeah. for Halloween yes. at your party.
0: No, we were in, co- everyone was in costume. everyone was in costume. To be costume. it was
3: super fun. Uh-huh. Um but but like, as far as I know, you know, we we have a friendly relationship. I'd like I, to, I have so. to I wouldn't, I would Wait, be lying. Greg's
2: party? Yeah, you yeah. Did, the the you, you refused, refused to come. Yeah. That you were uh, to come? Uh, yeah. That's not how it went down, Greg. I my family also does a Halloween party every single year. I don't know if that's true. I, sure. I would choose my family I don't know sure. over understand. your, you know, rich penthouse any day of the week. That's not very nice. But it h- wasn't a rich I, penthouse.
0: You've been in my apartment.
3: I like your apartment.
2: It's kind of a penthouse. I'd be lying
3: if I said, though. Greg, I'd be lying. Oh, Cora wasn't
2: invited to the party. Cora
3: was invited to the Shut up.
0: That's Please. not nice, Maria. Corey was invited, Why to the wasn't party? Corey invited. You think Corey, Corey was gonna Corey could not be seen. Me, Corey could not Murray be seen around me. those parts you of that invited, time on a Saturday you night.
2: Invited. You didn't invite Corey. You think
0: Corey's you've seen around Hell's Kitchen on a Saturday night? Are you out of your mind?
3: Cousinia. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, and I know this is completely irrational and outlandish, okay. but there was a moment, a, a, a moment briefly where I wondered, does Judy not like me? Really? Yeah, that
0: was a silly, I, that's what that, I would have too. That was silly. It's exactly but what then, I would have thought. But then,
3: I mean, I quickly dismissed well, King, it because Kinga I was like, because I was like, why? <laughs> Yo, King and I, yeah, they hit it were off. We're homies. Well, why,
2: I, she, they King, talked King. about their love for Dee Gregorius. King is a very nice person. Why wouldn't they hit it off?
3: But Judy's a nice person. Sometimes, I'm not saying we didn't hit know, it off. We she just hit not Like, like King and I felt like right. I was like talking to the same person. It was just like that's cool. was starting
2: to. I don't know what what I don't I don't know what. I don't know what's going on. Here. Where is this going? <laughs> it's messed up. It's Messed up from Judy, man. I yeah, agree. No, 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 I'm no. with I you. Don't strike me Listen. as a guy like a highbrow like. Me?
0: Don't turn. Yeah, I'm not going to talk to Marie. I say hi to so everybody.
3: Greg does say hi. I to
0: walk everybody. in and talk to every doorman in every <laughs> building I've ever been Like today, I walk in here, you probably don't even talk to Justin at the front desk, do you? No, I don't talk to anybody. Exactly. To I'm the highbrow the you guy. you're supposed to be. I talk to Julio downstairs. I talk to Guy. I talk to Justin. I talk to my man, Ed. Who do you talk to? And I'm the highbrow guy. Corey,
2: as a fellow New Yorker, isn't it better to just not talk? He's not, not on talk? camera. I, 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 he doesn't have a mic. But I feel like Corey would side with me. I don't know. Corey's a in pretty New friendly York, person. You're supposed to just mind your come own business. Come on in. Come on don't in. Don't talk to other people.
0: Okay. Corey's a pretty friendly person. <laughs> He's on the oh, corner I of Avona, by the way. now nah,
1: you know what? Greg is a, Greg will come in and he will speak to everybody, unlike Mike Cardano, who will walk in this joint and don't speak to nobody. <laughs> or say goodbye. <laughs> or say goodbye. Yeah. And I'll say this. Mike will walk into a room of 15 people and don't say nothing to nobody. And I'll
0: tell and, and to be fair, and why I knew this about Corey, because Corey walks in every morning, walks downstairs, how's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? What's going on today? What's, every single Corey. day, Corey does that. I'm a team player. We're
2: co-workers, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, like we don't really work with you, the people no, Corey, in the hotel. Frank, I mean, you says
3: hi to all the people in the hotel. Corey restaurant. says hi,
0: goes to the bar, says hi to the hostesses, hi, hi to the waitresses every day. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a mayor. A mayor. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you. This is,
1: comes with but politics. Corey has so, ulterior to be motives, clear. Though,
3: that's I, I do did not have <laughs> an ulterior motive. <laughs> all right. <laughs> To be clear, I didn't want this to turn into bashing of Judy because well, I understand. Fair, you are and bash, we can no, bash. No, 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 I'm not bashing because, like Frank said, you don't talk to people in New York nine times out of ten. Somebody talks to me, I'm like, get away from me. But because ah, right, we're friends. Well, because we've met before. It, you know, I thought it would be a little bit more warm. I agree, a little more warmth. But it's all right. You know, I, I think I, it was. So, I don't take it personally. Judging
0: by your story and by the text messages that I received, I think this is more. I think this is more of a. Casey, like, not realizing, seeing, like, seeing this person in this spot in, yes. at this time, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense. So, she saw you, like, she came for lunch for whatever reason. She saw of you, she'd be like, oh, my God, Maria. Yes. Yeah.
3: But she was, she was mid, in she, she work, was mid-conversation, yeah. she was rushing around, she was talking, we on right. sub- subway platform, uh-huh. I, I get it, I get it. Okay. Thank sorry, you know. Judy. I'm sorry.
0: I Don't be sorry. <laughs> She's going to be under the bus. That's why I, br- I brought it up. You didn't bring it up.
3: You did. I brought it up. I meant to text you about it, but You
0: didn't. You were probably like, I oh, forgot. God, Judy hates me. I'm not texting him no. now.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. That's probably where this went. So anyway.
0: I didn't say anything. You always think I
2: got So how's Kinga,
3: different. though? Kinga's good?
2: She's doing very well. She just <laughs> got a new job. Really? You didn't Congrats. tell me that? Congrats. It's fantastic.
0: My sugar mama now.
3: Oh, that's oh, great. Say that loud and, <laughs> and proud. Don't be mumbling. Oh, I would
0: be so proud. I'd be like, this is great. I'm staying home the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Frank wants, too. Like, so I, I got a text from, I think, was there, you were either tweeting or you texted me last night. I don't remember what it was, Frankie. But, like, Frank was deep diving the baseball. Like, I remember I had, like, the TV on. I was eating dinner. And Frank was just, I think it was tw- you were tweeting him about baseball, um,
2: you can tell when I'm deep diving. I got like pre and post injury stats on Gleyber Torres. That's what last it was. Night.
0: That's what it was. It was about Gleyber Torres last night. I was like Frankie, deep I'm diving. Like, I was scuba diving. I was just thinking because I was sitting there eating dinner and I'm like, all right. So Kinga's here. This all went through my mind. So Kinga's hanging out at home and Frank's just staring deep, like deep, and he was. He goes computer. to
2: sleep early, man. It was like eight o'clock. No, it wasn't eight o'clock. It wasn't eight I eight o'clock? didn't tweet that at eight
0: o'clock. All right. So I just had in my head. Yeah,
2: for sure. I was only I, I do that after she goes
0: to bed. Oh, okay,
4: fair
2: was enough. At like ten o'clock.
0: Fair enough. So-, so I thought it was like eight o'clock. In, in, my, in my in my head in, in head. my <laughs> head I was like eating dinner. Frank's like staring at the computer and King is just like Frank, Frank, <laughs> and he's just like pouring over Glaber Tourists stats.
2: No. Nah. Nah, it wasn't that <laughs> early. I was actually just got a new Mac. Maybe it'll make a debut on the show this week. So I was trying to like figure out how to work that thing. And of course, it's like there's new totally different and all stuff. Totally there's different. There's a touch ID. I can o- unlock the Mac with my. Oh, phone. That's, wow. cool. That's, that's cool. That's cool. So I, w- I was messing around a little bit with the uh, with the laptop. I will 100% admit, King asked me to like wash dishes while she was uh, cooking tacos. Oh, That's great. Taco I mean, Monday. Ta- yeah, Taco Monday. Yeah, it's better Taco Tuesday, but uh, she did ask me, and I was just like. I eventually did it, but did you at least respond? Three times, She gets very mad at me.
3: Did you respond? I mean, being ignored is like the worst. Eventually,
2: I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Just just give me a couple seconds."
3: (laughs) That's understandable. I can I can I can deal with that. It was great. Last night's for me.
0: So Judy was watched the Bachelor at her friend's place. So I just had like leftover of the Super Bowl. Watched some sport. Watched some basketball last night. Watched the Nets and the Bucks. Was watching Raw. It was awesome. I was very Ooh, happy. She glory. got She got home at like 11 and then it really went terribly. She has this like, um, she has like a sinus infection right now. So she just cough for like a straight hour as we're trying to go to bed. And I'm like, this is ridiculous.
2: Oh no. It's like, like
0: drink water or Did something. you make
2: her sleep on the couch again? I was going to get medicine. up. Greg and Judy do this thing that whenever one of them is sick, yeah. the other one sleeps on the couch.
0: Yeah. Well, you don't want to get sick.
3: Um, I... It's not kind of crazy. I mean, thing. It's understandable? Of course it is. Nah, I would. Why? Why would I mean, you do that? Why do you depends. want to get sick? I think it depends on your level of sick too. I had the flu. Okay, yeah, that's that I can understand. You got the flu. You yeah. need the sick couch. No. <laughs> no
2: I you know, I, Look, I get the break. Uh, okay. Corey knows okay. this master cuddler over here. Good job. The power of cuddling. Oh, yeah. can heal um, your significant other.
1: Yeah, but see also Oh, sick. you're sick, dude Take it from yes. somebody Who's been on the couch <laughs> <laughs> Many a night. Many a night's on the couch <laughs> The couch is not a fun place Whether you're sick or healthy But I've gotten used to the couch And you know what? <laughs> I made the best of it You have to You have no
0: choice You gotta be the best I of mean,
3: it I mean, I appreciate the sentiment, Frank With the cuddling it's not super realistic I bet Maria's Maria's definitely a
0: big cuddler Man, it's messed up. Of course I'm a cuddler Maria's a big cuddler
3: oh, Yeah She
0: loves it like, Get
3: the hell, hell out night. of here
2: That
0: was obvious All right <laughs> We're taking a break. We'll come back. Let's talk some NBA and not about our girlfriends or (laughs) fiancées or boyfriends. We'll be back after this.
4: that's 866-484-9621. Scout Fantasy Sports. Wade Phillips was
1: outcoached. Julian Edelman, you can't put two bodies on him. That Roby Nickel dude, I could cover Edelman better than that guy. It is very difficult to give any criticism to the Rams defense. When it's second and seven, how do you let Rex Burkhead get a 26-yard run? That is some of the worst defense I've ever seen in the fourth quarter. They gave up 13 points to the Patriots. They lost the game on offense, Doc. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
0: Back with you, fantasy best friends forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Frank Stanfield, of course, with me, as is lovely Maria Moreno. Her final day here with us. Hi. We didn't do many of these, just like riffing and hanging. We did like very I know. serious like NBA I stuff. I know.
3: You know why? Because our schedules have been so like jam packed, and right. all the content that we're putting out there for FanDuel and the right. NBA and right.
0: WNBA. Yeah, I think like that's what you're gonna miss the most. Like your WNBA stuff.
3: I am going to miss that. I'm going to miss kind of just talking about whatever I want to talk about whenever I want. <laughs> well, you,
0: you, you still can. You, you have our phone numbers.
3: I know. Well, I mean, just in general on the air and like with content right. that, that we, we put out there. Yeah. But no, yeah, you guys aren't going to get rid of me. I'll be going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got your numbers. Um, I will be around.
0: No, I'm sure you will be. You don't work that far away. No.
3: Just yeah, just I mean, I, might, I might run into you on the subway platform.
0: I don't go down there. It's, it's too far. <laughs> You know, I'm just not going so.
3: to. All
0: right, let's get back into the NBA. I mean, we've, we've been hanging out. I want to talk to some sports guys. And the big question it was our poll question of the day. And it's at this time next week what uniform will Anthony Davis be wearing? Pelicans, Lakers, I'll assume the Knicks is on there. Clippers, maybe? The Bucs. The Bucs, okay. And the Bucs. Okay. So I, I think it's interesting. And the rumor was that I think Martino told me this today. It might have been you, Frank, but I think it was Martino that told me that evidently Anthony Davis wanted to play last night. And it's clear right now that he's healthy, like he's fine. I'm sure this finger injury wasn't nearly the big of a deal that we originally thought it was. But he's fine. He's ready to rock. And it's very clear the Pelicans are not going to trade this dude, and not not play this dude if he's still on the team until after the trade deadline because there's, there's no reason to um, at this moment. So, if you have to think your best guess at this time next week, Maria. What uniform will Anthony Davis be wearing?
3: I I voted in this poll and I voted Pelicans. Okay. Cause you're smart. I'm, I'm starting As did I. Here's, here's, here's my problem with it. Like I've, I've been preaching all along that the Pelicans should wait and not rush into making a deal for Anthony Davis before the trade deadline. But then when I see this, this deal that the Lakers throw out to them, right. I start to get tempted. I start to wonder, is this the best deal that they're going to get for him? And should, should they just, should they just do it? Right. And I'm not even saying this, the best thing for the Lakers, but maybe, maybe it is the best thing for the Pelicans. I don't know. So, like, I, I'm hedging a little bit because I feel like maybe I could see the Lakers. But I still feel strongly about it would be the Pelicans.
0: You know, it's amazing, Frankie, because I've gone so many different ways in this. Who I, I didn't and hollered, And I stopped my feet. And I screamed really afraid.
3: Who didn't holler?
0: I was like, it makes no sense to trade the, for the Pelicans to do this right now. Right. Wait until every team is available in the summer, mainly the Celtics. Yeah. And, and see what you can get. Yeah. But I'm with you, Maria. You see the rumors. We have no idea what they were really offered. You see the rumors of this trade, where it's basically every core member of the Lakers, outside of LeBron James, and the latest incarnation of the trade was no no Zubats. And it was every other core member of that team. Plus, we'll take on your worst contract in Solomon Hill. Plus, we'll give you four draft picks.
2: And Not, no, that's what the Pelicans wanted. Okay. They wanted four draft picks. Okay, it was give two, two first round picks. Two first okay, round so picks. We don't know what kind of protection was on those. Plus,
0: we'll give you. I would imagine <laughs> there was no protection. Plus, we'll give you picks. I wouldn't, who knows what the number is? Yeah. But, plus, we'll give you picks. And if that's true, you're just like, what else could they possibly get? Now, the answer to that question before I go over to you, Frank, the answer to that question is okay, picks are awesome, cap space is even better, but it's really hard to get people to go play for the New Orleans Pelicans. It's not the Lakers. It's not the the Warriors at this point, right? It's it's the New Orleans Pelicans. It doesn't have that lineage. It's not the Celtics. It doesn't have the history. So fine, okay, it's tough. You already know Lonzo Ball has no interest in playing there. right? Not saying Brandon Ingram or Kyle Kuzma doesn't, but as was pointed out to me today, Kyle Kuzma is like 25 years old. I mean, he's not exactly... A dude that is 20 years right, old. Right. So is Kyle Kuzma going to become this all star, or is this what we have? Not that Kuzma is a bad player, but like yeah. is Kuzma, what he is right now. The How wild high is a ceiling, right? The wild card is Brandon Ingram, who is still extremely, extremely young. Do they believe that Brandon Ingram will become an all star? Now you can look, and I saw on Twitter today a guy like D'Angelo Russell, who in year two is like 20 years old. You were thinking when he was with the Lakers, like, what is he really going to become? Two years later with the Nets, he's an all-star. Right. And I'm not saying he's an all-NBA player because sure. he's not, but he's an all-star. Do the Pelicans believe that any of the players they're getting back that, will, that won't that will cause a you know, massive catastrophe with this team, like Lonzo Ball probably yeah. will, will become an all-star and be someone to build around? That's the big question when it comes, to. Th- I think, the Lakers' deal. Because if you wait for Boston, the one big question you have with Boston isn't about picks, isn't about cap space, it's about who can you get back. Because the one guy you want is Jason Tatum. Because right. you believe that Jason Tatum is that one right. guy that in two years or one year or whatnot will become an all-star. That right now he's on the precipice of that. If you believe the Celtics will trade you Jason Tatum in a deal you probably wait because he's the one guy out of Ingram, out of Kuzma, out of ball that you believe in. But if they're not going to trade him, if Boston's like, listen, we're not trading you, Tatum, and it makes no sense for Boston to tell them that now. You want them to think they will. If you believe that they will trade you, Jason Tatum, you have to wait it out. You have no choice. But if they don't, will the offer ever get better than what it may be right now? I think these are all the questions that Dell Demps has to think about over the next so two many days. Frank, your thoughts on all of this?
2: Yeah, so when you hooted and hollered last week, yep. uh, you were very adamant about the Pelicans waiting until the summer to, to get the Celtics involved and see what kind of trade offer they can give. But things change. Yeah. I mean, based on the quote that we got from Anthony Davis's dad last Friday, right, talking about how uh, he doesn't want his son, son to play for the Celtics, he doesn't want him to sign there long-term because of the way that they treated Isaiah Thomas, uh, that they don't have any loyalty to their players. If you're the Celtics... Why are you taking that chance?
3: And on top of it. If you're
2: giving up a Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and a draft pick or multiple draft picks, why are you taking that chance if you have his dad right then and there telling you he's not going to sign long-term, so then you only get Anthony Davis for a one-year rental. Maybe in that one year you could win a championship, but are you really going to do that for a one-year rental? I get it. He's like a top five, top ten player in the NBA, but you can't take that risk without knowing that he's he's going to sign or not. You uh, need to know before you make this trade that he wants to sign there.
3: On top of it, Frank, like going along with that point, on the reported extended list of teams that he would be interested in going to, the Celtics were not on it.
2: But don't you it see? It was the that? Lakers, the Knicks, the Clippers, the Bucks, and the Bucks. The Clippers. And, you know, I thought Gabe made a great point today, right? All this talk about Anthony Davis wanting to play for a contender. No, it's not true. Like, maybe the only contender on that the team is the Bucks. Right. Basically, you want to play with. One contender or a major media market. Correct. That's what you want. Like, let's so, be honest about this. Here. One thousand percent. Because the Knicks. All right. Yeah, they have cap space. Guess what? Cap space doesn't win you championships. No you doubt still about it. Have to, you have to execute in free agency.
0: But that list that you see. You got. I, I think we all have to stay, take a step back and like know what's happening here, right? Like, all right, here's the list, right? The Knicks. They have nothing to trade the Pelicans anymore. They don't. They don't. They just don't have. Right. Any it would, and, and they it would already...
2: have an unprotected first round pick this year. The hope. The hope, the prayer of getting Zion. But you
0: need more. Is you need more. You need, more. You need yeah. more than well, just yeah. that. The Knicks
2: do have some young assets. Like, you could attach Kevin Knox. You could attach Still Frank Still not Mielichina. enough. Still not enough. you're telling me Knox, it might not be, but I think it's a competitive offer. Okay. Knox, Frank Milakina, maybe even if they wanted Dennis Smith Jr. Right. I know you just got him, but if that's what it took to get Anthony Davis. Sure. Those young assets and the possibility of getting a top three pick in this year's draft. I think that's a competitive I, offer.
3: I mean when you look at the offer that the Lakers put out there it doesn't seem all that competitive. And I agree with you. And and they already turned down they turned it down an offer that would have included Kristaps Porzingis. Correct. Would, not that we know the details behind that.
0: So here's what we here's what we do know, right? So I agree with you, Maria. The Knicks have nothing to offer in my opinion. The Bucks, the way that they are constructed, they also don't have they also much have to nothing offer. to offer. Yeah. So that can Chris now bring, an expiring
2: free agent. Right. Eric Bledsoe. It's expiring free agent. Like expiring free agent. Yeah, he's like in the prime of his career. So who, so
0: who are the Bucks? Either. So who is New Orleans getting in that trade to build around? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. The so you, yeah, there's not much. So again, there's there's no star there. So now you're with the Clippers and you're with the Lakers.
2: Clippers have some young the players. The Clippers
0: have some young players for sure. Will they want to take on the cap space of a Solomon Hill? I I, I don't know. To get Anthony Adams.
2: Harold, St. Sh- Gilgis, Alexander, and, you know, first-round picks. That's a pretty competitive offer, too.
0: It is a, I, I agree with you. But my point was, his list of four really is a list of two. And it's in L.A. Yes. And I don't think,
2: you know, if you're comparing even the Lakers, if it's Tatum and Brown, right, for the Celtics versus Kuzma and Ingram, I don't think that that's that far off. Because what we've seen from Tatum, yes, there's a lot to be excited about. How about last year when Brandon Ingram, in the second half of the year, remember, they didn't have a point guard. They traded for Isaiah Thomas, but, like, he was in and out of the lineup. He was playing point forward for them. And look at some of these numbers from last year. Post-All-Star break, 559 field goal percentage, 15 points, 5 assists. Like, Brandon Ingram... Could be this next incarnation of like a point forward, but and then you have a legit twenty plus points. But that's what I'm saying, Kyle Kuzma. So I agree with plus you. Plus, if I got Lonzo Ball in the deal, I would take him, but I would just try and flip him to Phoenix to try and get some other no, young assets but, there too.
0: But why, so why are you doing that? You said Phoenix because Lavar is requesting Phoenix. Who gives a crap? Well, But Levar they have young wants? players,
2: if they were interested in him, right. Because, I mean, he I think point. Lonzo Ball could actually make sense in Phoenix. I, 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 I
0: happen to agree with you. Yes. But I'm not just trading him in Phoenix because LeVar wants that, right? Like he hasn't earned the clout. Yeah, in I mean, probably says. keep
2: him for half a year and then explore like, where you can right. trade him in the offseason. Right. But really, that much young talent, Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo Ball. And that's why I've been around, man. This contract and two first-round picks.
0: The whole quest- I don't even know that the Celtics offer is better than that. I agree with you. Right, the whole right. question is, the only question in my mind remaining, if the Lakers are going to take on Solomon Hill... If the Lakers are going to give you multiple draft picks, if the Lakers are giving you all of these players, the only question I have remaining is Does Brandon Ingram, is do you believe in Brandon Ingram enough to not wait to see if you can get right, right. Tatum? That is the, the only
3: question Kuzma left. Or Ball, right, assuming. Right. Any of those guys. Right, right, right. He's
2: 21 years old. He's 9. Exactly. He's still super skinny. He's got to put on weight. There's no doubt about it. But the guy has over a seven foot wingspan. Uh, He's got to work on his jump shot. But I'm telling you, what I saw last year when he's able to kind of like play that combo, like point forward, and have good enough vision as a player to, you know, nearly average six assists per game as a guy of his size and, you know, not turning the ball over that much. I see upside, man. Like, to me, you could build around a young core of Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma, and then, you know, if you have first-round draft picks, and then you're going to have your own first-round draft pick this year. If you trade away Anthony Davis, you're not going anywhere this year. You're going to have a lottery pick. Maybe it's not, you know, top five, but in the 8-10 to range, you'll probably have a draft pick there this year. I told—look. That's the recipe. I, for these small market teams, that's the yes. recipe, right? You have to build through the draft. You've seen it with a, with a franchise like Oklahoma City Thunder. They were actually able to retain Russell Westbrook, and because of that, they were able to sign Paul George. But normally, a team like the Oklahoma City Thunder is not a big player in free agency. No. So what you need to be able to do is build through the draft. And that's why, you know, I look at a team like the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings haven't been a desirable fr- uh, franchise in terms of uh, landing big-name free right. agents. Not a lot of big-name free agents want to go to Sacramento. For once, and I know it feels like it's been forever since Sacramento has been even slightly relevant. Even when they had Boogie Cousins and he was amazing, they weren't even close to relevant. Look at what they're doing right now. They have a great young core. They're on the verge of making the playoffs this year, but for years to come. I mean, look at 360 alley-oops last night from Marvin Bagley. You got De'Aaron Fox. You have a young stud point guard. You have a knockdown shooter, Buddy Heald. I believe it was you who mentioned a stat the other day, Greg. He's about to break the record for, like, the most three-pointers made in, like, the first three Three seasons seasons of of a NBA career. Ah. Mm -hmm. And they have Bogdan Bogdanovich, a guy who can come off the bench. Like, they are doing it the right way. When you are a smaller, you know, less desirable market in the NBA, you have to build through the draft. And we're seeing right now the New Orleans Pelicans are not a player in free agency. They can't even retain a player like Anthony Davis. They tried to make it work. It hasn't worked. They are a team that needs to build through young assets and through the draft. So you, I really like this trade for, yeah, for them so, from the, so you're from the saying, Pelicans' perspective with the Lakers.
3: You're saying you want the Pelicans to make this deal.
2: If it's what's everyone, reported.
3: Everyone thinks... The question
2: is, how much better do you think Jason Tatum is than Brandon Ingram? Than
3: Brandon Ingram. 100%. And I
2: think you look at the two. It's kind of like making a fantasy trade, right? Because, in my opinion, Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma are better than Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's a good player. And he can be a a key piece on a winning team. It could be like the third, fourth option on a winning team. But to me, if I were ranking the players in the trade, it would be Tatum, Ingram, Kuzma. Ingram and Kuzma, very close. And then Jalen Brown, fourth. So if you think about it from like a fantasy trade, right? Right. It's kind of like, yeah, you're giving up the best player in the deal, but you're getting the two next best players. Like, you're getting the better depth. And And Ingram still has a lot of upside, too, remember He's a 6'9 forward who proved to me, even though a small sample size, that he can kind of be a point forward for an NBA team.
3: Here's my question about Ingram. Like, when I look at Jason Tatum, and maybe it's just because of the opportunities that he's had with the Celtics where they've gotten deep into the postseason. So we've been able to see kind of how he steps up in those big moments. Intangibles, like all those things that you mentioned, like stats and stuff aside, like upside – do, do you feel like – I feel like Jason Tatum is never too big for the moment. I feel like he has that clutch gene. I feel like he has that killer instinct. Which is crazy
2: to say because he's only a second-year player, but he did prove some of that in the yeah, playoffs last and, year. Yeah, but
3: I just, I just see it like I, he, he just screams like NBA star to me, and maybe it's um, not really fair to, to say that because I'm not really going on anything but the eye test. But you get that same vibe from Ingram as far as like can get in there and, and just like have that ice water in his veins.
2: Thing, watching Jason Tatum, does he strike you as, like, a plus defender or anything? Because, to me, I don't think he is like, a plus defender, right? I agree. Tatum. Like, how far off is Kyle Kuzma from being Jason Tatum? Because I Jason actually... Tatum, to me, is, like, a scorer. Yes, he has a clutch gene. Kyle Kuzma hasn't really had the opportunity to show whether or not he has a clutch gene or not. He didn't get to play in the playoffs last year. And maybe that's a detriment to him, but to me, like... And I don't want to downplay Jason Tatum because I think he's very talented, but Kyle Kuzma's a talented scorer as well. I think I like
3: Kuzma the best out of the three. Does,
2: does Jason Tatum really, does he offer something to a franchise other than scoring, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Like, can he become this next like 25 point scorer, you know, six, seven rebounds and five, six assists per game? Can yeah. he really get
0: there? I don't know if that's part of his game. So I think it could be. Remember, he's super young as well. And the reason that, and then you bring up Kyle Kuzma and you like him the best. But I think... Of those Lakers players. Of those Lakers players, right. I, I think my issue with Kuzma is that what we see is what we're getting. Like I don't yeah, think, like, as I he, mentioned, his age, and I don't think he's true. going to all of a sudden improve to be what Frank mentioned, Jason Tatum could be. Not that we're comparing Kuzma yeah. and Tatum, but like I think Tatum. The answer to your question, Frank, is yes. I think there is a chance he could develop into that twenty-five point score with a bunch of rebounds, with a bunch of assists. I but, do think that. In can. order
2: to be a playmaker, though, like. I don't know that I've seen enough from a passing perspective from yeah. Jason Tatum, the willingness right. to get others involved. And that but, hasn't really been asked of him. That's what do. I was going to say. Like okay. on, that, on that team, that's not his role but at I've, all. I've seen Brandon Ingram's ability to do it. Okay. But a guy but that, you different know. Roles, though. You put Tatum on, he can
0: average five, six assists. You put Tatum on the Lakers you. last year, it's completely maybe, different. Yeah, maybe Completely different. Like Kuzma on a bad Lakers team without LeBron this year, like you saw what he could do. Right. And it would score very, very well. But probably nothing else. I think you put Tatum there, you'd see a lot, I think.
2: I, and to me, looking at Brandon Ingram, and I mentioned defensively with Jason Tatum. Like, I think he has length, and maybe he can work himself into being a defender if he wants to be. Right? Like, he has that athleticism; he has the length to be able to do that. Brandon Ingram, it is all upside, but look at his length. Like, he's a, he's already a guy who's disruptive in pass lanes, and he's able to block shots. He needs to put on weight. If if Brandon Ingram puts on twenty thirty pounds, how old is he now? He's still only twenty-one years 21. old. Twenty-one, but he right, to but, me but he has upside defensively.
3: But twenty-one, like I feel like this is what his third year. Yes, I feel like he should have put on weight by now. He should have. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not
2: wrong. We're like, not wrong. Kevin I mean, Durant did it already by this time when he was in, when yes, first coming in.
3: And he's, I mean, he's done growing. Yeah. So, but to me, there's more know. upside, especially not that Jason Tatum than a guy is like uh, super Ingram.
0: bulky. Of course, and that's true too. All right, we'll take a break here. When we come back. Let's throw out some other big names that could be traded in the next couple of days. It's all Anthony Davis. Who else is out there? Let's try to figure that out. Next.
1: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your daily Roto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Rain this! Make it rain. The NBA pretty much took over the Super Bowl conversation, which it seems to be doing a lot lately. The last couple of years, don't we seem to be getting a lot of these NBA woad bombs right around the Super Bowl time, taking the luster off of it? This is new in the last five years as well. The player is really trying to collaborate with others to figure out where they want to go, thus stealing the thunder maybe from Super Bowl week a little Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
0: Back with you, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Maria Marino, Frank Stapfel. And the guys were just talking about it during the break, and that was the fact that Rodney Hood traded, once again, Traded last year at the deadline. Traded this year at the deadline. Went from Utah to uh, Cleveland last year, and then goes back to the Western Conference and goes over to Portland. My initial instant guys after this trade was that's good trade for Portland, who are always trying to look to uh, help out their bench, always trying to solidify that second unit. And then Frank kind of poo pooed it, and I was like,
3: "Really? Eh, not into it, Frank."
0: No, it's all right. I mean,
2: from a fantasy perspective, it doesn't really mean much. I think right. he'll get more of an opportunity. He's going to be the sixth man for this team. They needed someone who could come off the bench and score because, yes, they have Lillard. They have McCollum. They have Nurkic. They have, you know, a lesser version of a big three, but they have their own version of it. Uh, but they needed to fortify that bench. You know, as, as great as you want Jake Lehman to be, Greg, he's a former Turp,
0: right? Sure is. Uh,
2: as, as great <laughs> as you want him to be. They need help on the bench. So yeah. I think Rodney Hood will help them out there. So
0: I think the big difference, guys, this year uh, when it comes to the Blazers is they made a concerted effort to not stagger McCollum and Lillard. They wanted to play together more. They felt they had a big advantage when they played them more together. And they're doing so, which means the entire second unit is basically Evan Turner. And, and like Seth Curry. Right, right. Correct. That's
2: fine, but if you want to be a player in the playoffs...
0: You just need another threat. I think it's what Rodney Hood provides. We've already saw he has the ability uh, to carry the load in Utah and and certainly be a spark off the bench in Cleveland. So I think this trade, it's good. I think it only helps, I think, for the purposes that it's trying to serve, which is just be another spark plug off the bench, Maria. I I think it works.
3: Totally. I mean, look, Cleveland sellers at the trade deadline, obviously. Obviously. And uh, it, it makes sense to get something back for a player like Rodney Hood. And I agree it only helps the depth of Portland and we know kind of what happened we know what happened with them last year in the playoffs they they just need they need more so yeah I'm good with it
0: now you mentioned Cleveland being sellers of the deadline obviously yeah. and that and I asked before the break like what other big names could be traded in the next couple of days I think a good one to bring up is Kevin Love right Kevin Love signs his extension with Cleveland even after LeBron leaves um he's been basically injured for that a- entire extension Obviously, Cleveland is rebuilding uh, from scratch here. I mean, it's it's Colin Sexton. It's right. Chetty Osmond. And it, there's, there's not much here, unfortunately. And Kevin Love being here for what, right? Like, that's a contract they want to get off their books. They want to improve, get more draft picks, get more cap space. Is Kevin Love a name, Maria, that you think will be traded in the next couple of days?
3: He, he should be. But he's not someone that's really come to mind. And I think it's just because, like you said, um, he hasn't played much. He's been injured. Um, and I just don't know if he's on a lot of people's radar. Like, what is his status right now health-wise?
2: Frankie? He's close to returning. Um, he's, been, he's returned to practice. He will not play in tonight's game against the Celtics, but the fact that they're even mentioning that means that he's probably close to play.
3: Then in that case, I think there's definitely got to be a team out there that could use him.
2: Here's the problem, Maria. If you, if you can squint in here, you see the money that Kevin Love is owed over the uh, the next five seasons, Greg. Uh, through twenty twenty three, he's owed between twenty eight and thirty one million dollars per season. So,
3: yeah, at age thirty, tough.
2: by the end of this contract, he'll be you know 34, 35, depending on when his uh, his birthday is September. So he'll be he'll be thirty four at the end of this contract. Yeah, but between twenty eight and thirty one million dollars a year, like. That's essentially another max contract play that you're taking on. It's another
0: big money deal, no doubt.
2: So, you know, maybe Kevin Love would probably make sense being traded to a team that thinks they're like a fringe contender but can't sign free agents, like maybe some of these small market teams. Like if this were next year, for example, I would say Sacramento, right? Like, right, he would probably fit right in there yeah. because they're not a free agent destination. Right. maybe they could trade away, you know, one young player, but not like blow it up. Right. and then they would have a combination of De'Aaron Fox yep. and Marvin yep. Bagley, and you add some outside shooting with like a Kevin Love. That to me is what makes sense. Like a fringe team that's kind of pushing for the playoffs. Sure, that is not a desirable destination for big name free agents. Okay, that makes sense. Denver, maybe something like that, but
3: I don't think they need him.
2: Do they need him? That's the question. I mean, Paul Millsap is not like a great player. Yeah, anymore. Paul I don't believe he's an expiring contract as well. So maybe it does make sense.
3: Maybe, that, maybe Jokic,
0: Kevin Love. Denver's not a bad one. Denver's not a bad one for, for Kevin. And they're
2: no. not. You know, they're not a fringe team. They're better than a fringe team. You know, they're they're the second best record uh, record in the Western I mean, maybe, Conference. Maybe right that's now. the good answer. But last night was a reminder, Greg. And this is what I've said about Denver: they're not consistent enough. You yeah, go yeah, in and get out in blown Detroit. out by Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, you need. I, I know they're dealing with injuries oh, right now. This is kind of like a weird time for NBA players because they're kind of like milking it in until they get to a, yeah. to the All Star break. But to go in and get destroyed by the Detroit Pistons, and you want to try and like establish yourself as a player in the Western Conference—that's a bad look, man.
0: I, I, I agree. I, I, I totally yeah, agree.
3: Didn't we pick them in our NBA pick? <laughs> <laughs> didn't no, we, pick- we did not. Because We didn't do Denver, Detroit.
0: We did not. It starts okay. Wednesday.
3: Oh, pick- uh, it's Wednesday okay.
0: every gotcha. week. Yeah. So I mentioned Kevin Love. What about Utah? Or Kevin Love. Does that make sense? Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Yes. So a guy I like Kevin Love, who's not a great defender, next to Rudy Gobert makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yes. I, I like that a lot. Like, these are the teams. Utah's not right. attracting anybody in right. free
2: agency, you know?
0: Totally. That's I, one
2: of the teams. That's a good one.
0: Utah and Denver are, are both good, Frank. And that brings up my next potential player to be traded. And it's another big man. And it's Mike... Mike, it's Marc Gasol of the Memphis Grizzlies. This is another team that's unfortunately going nowhere. Uh, good defensive team, as they've always been. Uh, one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, as always. But not enough offense. And you look at this team, and you kind of look at the way it's built, and you're like, all right, what are they going to wind up doing? I'll start with Frank this time. Is Marc Gasol going to get traded, and if so, where?
2: Marcus Gasol, an interesting one. I was looking into a lot of trade rumors over the weekend, and he has a player option where he can get paid close to $30 million that's for one, one season next year. It's, it's only, one only one year. year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Memphis would like to m- move both him and Mike Conley. I, I think agree. it makes sense, right? Because, uh, again, they want to get inside the top eight picks this year because um, anything outside the top eight picks goes to Boston. So Boston has their pick, but it's
0: top eight protected. What deal was that? Do you remember? I don't even know how how did that happen.
2: I don't remember how did that happen. I can look into it, but um, yeah, I I actually have something pulled up with like the Celtics picks the next couple of years. Couple of years they have the Kings pick, which is a top one protected pick, so they're going to get that pick. Uh, And then Memphis Grizzlies, if the pick falls outside the top eight, that would be that would go to Boston. And then next year it would it would move to next year, but then it would be top six. So Uh, Memphis is a team that I think they want to. They want to use that pick this year. They don't want it to go to Boston. No doubt. They want to finish inside the top eight in yep. the lottery. Seems doable. Uh, so I think that they're going to be very, very active trying to move Mike Conley and Marcus Uh The problem with trying to move Mike Conley is he has a very big contract as well. So this, right. is, this is one of those situations where... And I asked this question last night on Twitter, and you, it's always weird when we see teams that are like we need to attract our uh, we need to attach our bad contracts to Mm -hmm. our young players in order to move them yep and it's like we when we saw the mike conley contract at the time we all kind of thought like mike conley max contract player
0: and for a time he was the highest paid
2: player in the nba and on paper it's like anyone can realize that it's not a good it's not a good Uh signing Uh but when you get into it for a team like memphis to to bring a back a player like that, that's what they need to be able to do. They need to, they have to sign a guy like Mike Mike Conley, who maybe isn't worth a max contract, and he's getting the right. paid the same amount of and money then, that like LeBron James is. Right. But if Memphis wants to bring back players like that, that's what they need to be able to do. So now, if they want to move Mike Conley, they even they might have to attach like some of their younger players. Which, I mean, I don't. The Grizzlies don't really have a lot of young talent right now, and they're not Triple moving J. Jack, J. They're yeah. not moving Jaron Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I've seen the Pacers interested in a guy like Mike Conley.
0: So that, makes, that, so that makes sense. That, I get that. And then that. you would have him
2: for next year, too. And then you would have, like, the future would be, like, That's cool. Oladipo. Conley. Conley Turner. Conley, and Turner, the problem is you have to. You forgot about
0: the other power forward on the team. But
2: no, that's exactly what I'm getting at. He would be part of the trade. What? You would have to give up some bonus. What? Then. Because he's a young player and he's talented, but you got to give something to get something great. Oh, no. Oh no. Yeah, but he'd be able to shine in Memphis. <laughs> yeah, with Triple J. There you go. And then that's a nice little front court. Yeah, that's cool. It's a bonus, and Jaron Jackson Jr.
0: That's cool. But what about what about Gasol, Maria? Where where's a good landing spot for him?
3: It's. I think it's very similar to what Frank said about Kevin Love, where it's a team that would have trouble kind of um, attracting free agents, maybe like kind of on the brink, on the cusp, like could use some veteran leadership. But again, it's this. The same uh, situation as, as far as the contract. If you want to take that money, like you know exactly what he is. You're not, there's, no, there's no upside, really, um, that you're banking on. It's just, it is what it is.
0: You know, if they had anything left to trade, yeah. I would say Dallas is a great spot for Marc Gasol. Like That's a perfect spot for it's, him. The
2: only thing is that they're not going to compete this year, you know?
0: I know. I know. Even, like, even next year, Gasol with Kristaps, with Luka, like, that's San, really San fun. Antonio? Pair next to Lamarcus Aldridge.
2: I mean, that's like taking it back. That's kind of like more of a traditional NBA right. lineup where like you have two big men in right, it. Right, right, right. But If there's anyone who can do it, it's
0: Popovich. Well, San Antonio, Mike Conley also makes a lot of sense too, but they're not going to take on that contract.
3: That's the problem. Well, they do have some
2: young players, right? Give up like a Derek White or something like that.
3: Well, that's yeah. Going back to what you said, Frank, it's like the problem with the system, in essence, because you have to give these these big contracts to retain these players, but then when you're doesn't work out the way you hope it's going to work no out, doubt. then you have to shed this contract and then it becomes difficult to to make good deals and, and get a lot back in return.
0: What other big name guys can be traded that, that I have not named yet, Frankie?
2: I think Vucevic makes a lot of sense. Okay, with the Orlando Magic. Sure, Had a, he's having a fantastic, fantastic year. year. All-star first time. Yeah. You want Mo to be the the guy, the guy of the future? I think you know on that same team, Aaron Gordon. I've seen his name floated out there as well. I know he just signed a four-year contract in the off but what I was reading about him is that uh, his contract is very trade-friendly. Okay. because as the further it goes into the contract, the money, money actually gets less. Okay, so it's like kind of like front-loaded money. So it actually makes a guy like Aaron Gordon easier to trade, but with Orlando, they haven't made the playoffs in so long. Like they could probably sneak into the Eastern Conference like playoffs this year. So they're, they're obviously right not going to do anything sure. with that, but they kind of need something for the, to show their fans. Right? Like it's been so long since they've been relevant and in the playoffs. So. They're they're a weird Steve team. Steve Clifford. I think it either be buyers or sellers. I, I think they're kind of like one of those wild card teams. At Steve
0: time. Clifford has deadline. Clifford has the magic currently three, three games, games back, out, three games out. But they have a few teams to pass. Three teams to pass, unfortunately, for them.
2: Yeah, but they could pass Washington. Like I don't.
0: Well, they're tied with Washington. I don't really. They're, they're I don't a trust and, Washington. They're a game and a half back in Detroit. They are three games back in Miami. Detro- I, I
2: mean Detroit. Detroit's probably a team that should be. What active on at trade deadline? Yeah, I, I, I think I've seen Mike Conley's name. I've floated around. I've with seen Detroit that as well. As well,
3: isn't it crazy how this time last year everything with Blake Griffin? I think I actually came on the show sure. this time last year when that happened and was thinking like, "Wow, Detroit could actually like begin in the playoffs. They could actually like do something." And now it's all it's it's all a mess. It's weird.
0: It's <laughs> weird. With that, we're gonna sign off of you two. We'll go another five minutes on the radio frenzy's up next. Corey, Jim. And Chris, you sticking around for that too? Were you invited on that?
3: Uh, No, I'm gonna go get some food. (laughs) All
0: right, so no frenzy. Uh, So Maria, this is your last uh, live show. You want to say goodbye before we cut the stream? Bye, everybody.
3: Thanks for watching. You guys are the best. EFF's for real. That's all.
0: (laughs) I will remember. All right, throw the slideshow up, Martina. Here we go. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh There's gosh. no slideshow. All right, well, I appreciate you watching. Likes, rate, subscribe, rate us five stars. Leave a comment, and make sure you stick with us for the next four and a half minutes as hey. we continue on and wrap up our our NBA show here, um, guys. I'll take the last couple of minutes and, and talk locally for us. We're just on the radio now, so we'll just do our thing, right? Sure. Uh, Nets have all of a sudden gotten a little cold here. They've lost three in a row, six and four, which is okay, uh, in their last time, but they have lost three in a row. Harris LeVert could be back as soon as next week. I think he'll probably come back right after the All-Star break, more than likely. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, hopefully he'll come back at some point. I think we all knew that the Nets would um, come back down to earth Mm -hmm. a little bit, but what is that ceiling this year for them, Maria?
3: (sighs) Well, I think the ceiling is actually, I still feel pretty good about them. Um, As Frank mentioned before this is that sort of time right before the all-star break where teams are banged up. Teams are just, they're really limping into that break. Um, You mentioned Spencer Dinwiddie should be back by early March, the latest. And then Karis Levert will be back shortly. And I just, I only think that they're going to get better from that. I don't think whatever um, sort of chemistry they've tapped into is going to be at risk because of that. I think the more options for them, the better. Um, I think they're going to be kind of in the lower half of the playoff conversation um, in the playoff race. But I, I still really like what this team is doing and and can do, and I feel good about them.
2: Yeah, I think their ceiling is the five seed in the Eastern Conference because the Indiana Pacers are occupying that spot right now, but they have kind of fallen apart here, frankly, without Oladipo. So maybe they make a move for a have guy won, like Dwight Conley. So they
0: have won their last two, and they got. I, I do want to note that it must have
2: been last week then. I, I, it's like every time I looked up at the box where they were getting blown Pacers,
0: Pacers are seven games up with the Nets right now. A lot.
2: That is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, but they're, they're actually... Look, it's, they're they going to be hard for them to stay afloat, though, without I, a star player? I that's, do. That's
0: I do think this, but the Pacers, we keep, a lot of people have talked about them kind of coming back down uh, without Old Depot. They're tied for the 3C. They're tied with Boston and Philly right now. They, I understand they probably cannot keep up with that pace, but a lot of credit goes out to, to Indiana on what they've been doing this year.
2: Yeah, I just think that's the ceiling. That's the ceiling for the Brooklyn Nets yeah. this year. You know, looking at their roster, I think Kevin Love could actually make sense there as well. I know that they're going to try and be players in free agency. They, I feel like people have floated around Jimmy Butler as a possibility in Brooklyn. Something Kyrie like as well. That. But um, yeah, like they Kevin have Durant. they have young <laughs> they have young players on the team. The next step is they need stars, right? And I think yeah. you know D'Angelo Russell is kind of developing into that. He's not necessarily there yet going to play in his first all-star game, and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, they have good pieces. They have Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, a rim protector, kind of classic-style center. Yep. Uh, they have Shabazz Napier. They have some depth on the bench. And please, put some respect on Karis Levert's name. You know, let's not forget what he was doing early on in the season. I know it was a small sample size, but this is going to be a big addition once they get him back. Remember, he was the closer for this yes. team. He won them a few games single-handedly down the stretch where, you know, a little uh, some, some drives... Uh, scoring uh, at the last second to win games. Uh, he's a good two way player as well. And this is a team that has, te- frankly, Dinwiddie too has has uh, they've they haven't necessarily done it through the draft. I know they drafted Lavert, but they've they made some shrewd, shrewd smart yes. yeah. 100%, 100%. trades, man, to get to Angelo Russell to pick up Dinwiddie when he was just like laying around on waivers yep. and no one else in the NBA wanted him. Yep. So Credit to them. They've done a great job. Kenny Atkinson, I think, is a very good coach. Their ceiling this year, I think, is the five seed. I do think that they'll make the playoffs. I know that they've scuffled. I don't think that they're going to fall out of it. Um, but if they really wanted to do a little bit more, maybe they're active at the trade deadline. Uh, but LeVert coming back is going to be huge for them.
3: I don't, I don't think they need to be active at the deadline, personally. Like, I don't no, think, they don't need to. I, I think I they're kind the of ahead be. of schedule. They're ahead yes. of schedule right now. This is yeah. kind of the house. <laughs> they're kind of like the
2: Atlanta Braves of baseball last year. The Yankees the year before that. Yes. I, I very much agree with that. Mature. Yeah, like the mm-hmm.
3: fact like if they, if they make, you know, five, six seed or so in the playoffs, that would be huge for them. That'd be amazing. I, I'm really, really excited about this Brooklyn team.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a team that just plays together that doesn't have that superstar, and the question will be, can they get it?
3: If, yeah. I think they should get, if they could get one free agent this summer, if they get one person to come there, every, it, everything, every changes. door opens. Everything changes. I don't know if that'll happen. I,
2: you know, but. I could actually see a guy like Jimmy Butler, though, No fitting in in New York, whether it's with the Knicks or the Nets, but but Wasn't
3: Jimmy Butler
0: coming to Brooklyn and then just piss everybody off on that team? Because you have such good camaraderie and such good chemistry on that team. Jimmy Butler can just blow that whole thing up. Knicks don't have anything. I can just see him going to Brooklyn and just blowing it all up. Yeah, I mean,
2: there's, um, Jimmy Butler has gotten a lot of heat for like the way he's reacted, the way that he holds people, you know, accountable. He's a fiery dude, man. I like it He's talked about it I know there was an interview Either last week Or a couple of weeks ago Where he was talking about When he first came in the league The reason he is this The reason he is this way Is because like Players like Joakim Noah And and like that team And like Luol Deng They always yell at each other And scream at each other And hold people accountable This is just kind of like Fitting into the way Everything is today Where everyone's soft Unfortunately